Hi everyone, welcome to my first ever podcast. My name is Megan Hurst and this is Baking for the Picky, where I'll be sharing my journey with baking as well as some tips and tricks for customizing our classic baked goods. Today, I asked my sister Sarah to be on this episode because she is my inspiration for Baking for the Picky. She is definitely the pickiest person I know and baking for her is always a nightmare. Currently, during quarantine, we have been experimenting with creating Sarah's perfect chocolate chip cookie. Here is our journey. So, why chocolate chip cookies? Wait, you know what I just realized? Yes. What do we Why are we not eating chocolate chip cookies all? We don't have any chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) We don't have any. You left the batter at your place and that's upsetting. I don't have any. That's, yeah. Oh, well. We don't have any chocolate chip cookies, (laughs) but that's okay. That's okay. Um, so, why, cho- why, why, Sarah, do you want to eat chocolate chip cookies? Why, why, why that dessert? Chocolate chip cookies are so good. Um, I'm not a big like sweet person, but the perfect chocolate chip cookie makes me so happy. Like whenever I feel down or something, I just want like a really good chocolate chip cookie, and also. The Great American Cookie is by far, I don't know if anyone knows what that is, but it's the Great American Cookie Company, and they're normally in malls and stuff, and we used to have one in Raleigh near us, but they don't have one anymore, and they just have Mrs. Fields, and Mrs. Fields chocolate cookies are actually not (laughs) as good as the Great American chocolate cookie. I don't know what it is, but the batter or something's wrong, like they're a lot harder, whereas the Great American cookies are a lot softer. Anyway... It was just frustrating because I left Asheville, which used to have, like, the mall in Asheville has a Great American Cookie Place, and then now I'm back in Raleigh, and I don't have a Great American Cookie Place, and I realize I have a baker as a sister. Why is she not making me the best chocolate chip cookie? This is true. I probably... (laughs) I gotta step up my game. So that's why why we're here. Um. (laughs) She also tells me, though, that the... Great American cookies are probably, like, full of a bunch of horrible ingredients for me. And that's why everywhere else I try isn't as good, according to my standards. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, the Great American cookie, Great American cookie? Yeah. Okay. Great American cookie company, that's a tongue twister, um, they're a franchise, and the fastest way to grow this cookie company is to have ingredients that are cheap and the cheap ingredients usually in cookies are not butter. Like it's, it's not butter. It's usually shortening and that can create a good cookie because it's sugar and sugar is amazing. And that's the reason why people like it so much. So there, yeah, there's a difference in that for sure. But, like, shortening, though, looks disgusting. So it's disgusting that I'm eating shortening. But at the same time, I will continue to go back to the Great American Cookie Place <laughs> and buy their chocolate chip cookie. Also, if you haven't had their, like, what is it called? I've been there so many times and I can't even remember what it's called. But it's, like, a double-stuffed cookie. So basically, it's a chocolate chip cookie. And then inside of it is frosting. And that frosting is to die for. And then on the bottom is another chocolate chip cookie. And they're so good. And that is, like, my guilty pleasure in the whole world. But and it's, that's, like, a bunch of crap. So. Yeah, it's it's still a bunch of crap because the short because shortening is, is also in 
the buttercream that's sandwiched between the cookies because it's cheap. It's cheap for everyone to buy. So that's what you get. Like I, I worked at a cupcake shop and their frosting was all shortening based. And it's because it stays well and it's cheap for people to do. And people will still eat it, obviously. Obviously, people will still consume consume shortening. And I think that that's where we go wrong every time that you want to have one of my cookies is because it's butter-based. And then, of course, the icing thing. I tried a couple... When I was in eighth grade, I was like, okay, I'm going to get Sarah to like one of my frostings because I've been making cupcakes for a really long time. And she used to make these cupcakes, though, that, like, were red velvet cupcakes and on the bottom was an Oreo. And then there was, like, the frosting and then Oreos on top. And to this day, that is one of my favorite cupcakes. And everyone I know who, like, tried Megan's cupcakes are like, the red velvet Oreo cupcake is to die for. And, <laughs> but I hated the frosting because it was, like, a cheese... It was cream cheese because, Ugh. well, the cupcake came from... A friend of ours, her birthday, She, I asked her what she wanted for her birthday, and she said, I want something with Oreos, and I want something with cookie dough, and I like red velvet. And so I basically just threw those all together into one cupcake, and the best frosting that goes with red velvet is cream cheese. So that's why it's cream cheese. But Sarah doesn't like cream cheese just as an ingredient in, in any way, in any shape or form. It doesn't have to, in baked goods, savory, doesn't matter. No cream cheese for Sarah. She doesn't like it. <laughs> Um, but, but when I tried to, like, make her icings, I didn't go with cream cheese. I just wanted to do regular buttercream. So I just started out with one basic American buttercream and I gave it to her after school because it was after school and she hated it. And then she just couldn't tell me or describe to me what she was looking for. So then I made another one. I added um, so, like some vanilla. I added some more powdered sugar, more butter, and she still hated it. And basically, I went through with 10 different kinds of buttercreams. And the last 10th one she liked, and it was because, Sarah, why was it because, why, why did you like this one so much? It's because it was like an Oreo filling. So like, that's the other thing with Oreos is I don't like Oreos that are just like plain Oreos, like the double stuffed Oreos. I like those, but the thing is you have to double, double the double stuff. I know that makes that confusing, but basically what you have to do with Oreos is you have to take off the top of one Oreo, or no, you have to take off the tops of two Oreos and then stick the two bottoms with the frostings together to make a mega Oreo. And no, I understand that they make mega Oreos, but it's still not as good as this Oreo. Anyway, the Oreo frosting was good, but it still wasn't like exactly like the Oreo frosting that like obviously that the Oreo company makes, but it was better. It was almost exact. I promise you it was. And it was because Oreo filling is basically just sugar. It's honestly, I think I put a whole bag of powdered sugar in my bowl to create Oreo filling. And that's, that's where we left off with, with the icing is Oreo filling, which is a lot of sugar and does not help at all because I can't put Oreo filling on top of everything. So, um, yeah, no, that wasn't. So we're still on the journey for the best icing. 
We haven't gotten there fully yet. We'll we'll try and experiment later and see if we can get Sarah to like a butter based uh, icing. And there are ones that I haven't you haven't tried yet. So um, we'll we'll try like the French buttercream, the Italian buttercream. You'll probably like the Swiss or the Italian buttercream the best because they're meringue based. And... I don't like meringues. Okay, well. <laughs> <sighs> well, they're they're meringue based. They're not meringues. So we're gonna we'll we'll just we'll try that later. That will be a different a different episode. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> it's fine. Um, but no. So basically, one day during quarantine, we decided. Well, I wanted cookies, but I've been like you know, Nestle Toll House has those like cookies that you can buy from like Harris Teeter or whatever, and they're just at, um. I don't even, they're like, they're already, like, pre-made for you. So I was eating those a bit, um, and then I just got tired of those, and I wanted, like, different kind of cookies. And then Megan made cookies one day, because she's tutoring, um, I love my boyfriend, and she's tutoring my boyfriend's little brother, who's in seventh grade because of quarantine, so he's staying with us. And, um, one day she made cookies, and I was like, I don't like these ones. They're not, like, the great American cookie kind of cookies, and then she got annoyed with me. And then I said, well, make me, figure out a way to, like, make me the best cookie. So then ever since, you know, I don't know what, it's been, like, a month? Yeah, about We've a month. been able to, like, while she's here basically tutoring, she's been, like, baking cookies at the same time. So it's always nice because, like, I get all these cookies. Like, while I'm in the middle of, like, a work meeting, she'll just come up and, like, drop off a cookie. And everyone's like, I want cookies. And I'm like, it's not good enough, though, yet. So you're going to have to wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's basically, and that's literal, literally what, what happens. I'll just drop it off in the middle of her Zoom meetings. Um, just warm and delicious. And, and they're all basically gone. They might not be the best, but they're always gone the next day. They're always gone. Maybe not from Sarah, but... My Definitely. boyfriend, Marcelo, is obsessed with cookies, like, to the point, more than I am, he's obsessed with chocolate chip cookies. It's like, he also doesn't have a sweet tooth, but chocolate chip cookies are his downfall. He will buy, you know those, like, packets that you can get at, like, the, um, what do you call that place? The, the bakery? Ba- but it's like, it's like the bakery at, like, the grocery store. Anyway. So the bakery at the grocery store has those like buckets that are clear and that's full of cookies. He will eat like oh, yeah, yeah, 15 yeah. cookies or however many are in that bucket in like one sitting. And no, he's like very well in shape and has no issues downing 15 cookies every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little crazy. But we're still here. We're still doing this thing. And um, we've done a couple different tries. So we we had... One, um, one try where basically, um, when I tried to give it to Sarah, it was, it was too cakey almost. Yeah. Like it was, and it didn't have, oh, this was bad. We, we tried it and, and I was like, something is missing. And I realized that when I was making it, Sarah was helping me because I want her to like know how to make the cookies that she wants to make. And she didn't hand me the salt. So there was no salt in the cookies. Salt is a very important ingredient. It makes 
everything else in your cookie sweeter. You want the sweetness, you add the salt. Always, always add the salt. Um, but yeah, this one, this one just wasn't, it wasn't my favorite either. But what else would you say? I think it was it? just too thick. I think the other thing about, I guess I probably should have described what the Great American Cookies are. They're like thinner, very chocolate chippy. And they like are crunchier on the edges, but not too crunchy. It's like, it's like they're firm around the edges. And then when you get into the middle, they break and they're not gooey per se. Cause I hate a gooey cookie. Like it has to be. It has to be cooked fully. It has to be cooked fully, but it also has to be soft in the middle. Whereas like when you break into it, you don't even break into the cookie because they're so soft. It's like when you peel apart the cookie, it still holds its firm, but it still peels without cracking. Yeah. Like there's no crunch. No crunch. Oh, okay. No, no crunch. I like a, I like at least a crunchy edge. A crunchy edge is fine. It's just the crunch when you try and like break a cookie. It's too hard. That's too That's hard. too hard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was the first one and it was, it, it was, it was definitely too much flour. Um, and you will find that is that if you're make more of like a cookie that's doesn't really spread very well it's due to too much dry ingredients and your main dry ingredient is flour so lower the flour content if your cookies are not spreading well um for sure and and the second one we made actually was really really flat um mm-hmm. this time uh, the butter which is also a very important ingredient was softened to the and almost melted really and these ones were so thin that you could barely even hold them. Like, they yeah. they, yeah, they basically I, I just I broke even, apart. Yeah, I don't even think I ate those ones. I was like, mm. I think we just gave them to Marcelo and he said, go eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. And, and every time we do this, it's probably about, like, 24 cookies at least. At the least, probably, probably 24 cookies. <laughs> Which is probably, like, a waste of our ingredients, but it's fine. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fine. We're just gonna go to the grocery store a lot and <laughs> and use up the money that we probably should use for something else instead of this, but, you know, <laughs> oh, well. Um, but then we did one other one that I don't know if it's exactly the perfect chocolate chip cookie yet, um, but it's really close. And for this one, we, I found a recipe, um, online and I tweaked it with the amount of sugar because we originally made the recipe that was online and it was way too sugary. Like when we yeah, tried it, it was, gross. it was like, we need water immediately after this. Yeah. It was, a, it was a lot of sugar. Um, and so we, I tweaked it and I got, um, I got, I basically did like three quarters of the sugar that was originally in that recipe and we tried it out and I think this one was, was the best one. It was got like a crunchy edge and Sarah had, had it once, but I actually made it again, but I haven't been able to give it to her, which was the reason for why we say we don't have any cookies right now. She lacked them. But the (laughs) cook, but we're going to try these 
this week and see if they're good enough. But I, I had them and, and some other people had tasted them. Um, but this one, it's super nice and soft in the inside with a little like crispy edge. Yes. And it's, I think it's pretty, I think it's a pretty good cookie. And you know, something that I was thinking is that we could try instead doing, not using chocolate chips. Cause normally we use um, Nestle chocolate chips, but some of the best cookies is made from just chopped chocolate. And they have little chopped chocolate inside of it. But I hate those cookies. Oh, like... you hate those cookies. <laughs> I didn't know you. Okay, okay. never mind. I'm, that was just, I didn't know how you hated those. <laughs> okay, you know, like, okay, you know, like, Panera has their, like, chocolate chip cookie or their, like, kitchen sink cookie that has the big chunks of, like, Yeah, that's chocolate. what I'm talking I about. I hate those. Those are way too chocolatey. Oh. And, like, because it's, like, too much chocolate in one bite. And, oh. like, the chocolate also is too rich or something. Like, I don't love their chocolate combinations Oh, in that. So those are a no-no. Okay, well, then never mind. We will not be trying <laughs> that. If you guys want to try it or chocolate fanatics, um, get a bar of chocolate and cut it up instead of using chocolate chips because you'll have more chocolate inside of your cookie. But this is not the route we're going. We're going in a different route. <laughs> and on that note, we'll go to a commercial break. Daily Harvest provides a fast and convenient way to stay healthy during your busy day. They deliver straight to your door and comes with a variety of healthy options from my personal favorite smoothies to harvest bowls. The best part is their products are made with real fruits and vegetables. Get 10% off your order when you add code PICKY at checkout. That's PICKY. And we're back. So basically the general ingredients for cookies are butter, sugar, eggs, vanilla, all-purpose flour, a leavening agent, either baking soda or baking powder, salt, and of course, chocolate chips. There are hundreds of scientific reasons for what each ingredient does in baking, but for the sake of time, I will talk about three different scenarios. So if you're looking for more of a cakey cookie, search for recipes with more flour and eggs, since they help the most with structure. If you're looking for a thin and crispy cookie, you should have softened butter and use more white cane sugar. Brown sugar contains a lot more moisture, which will mess with the spread of the cookie. And if you're looking for a chewy gooey cookie, look for recipes with a low number of eggs and melted butter. But the cookie recipe that we made, it's on your blog, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have a blog called Baking with the Picky, and this is also where you'll be able to find this podcast and more. I just posted about this recipe, and you guys can go and try it. Uh, please let me know in the comments what you think. really want to hear about it because I don't know other people like Sarah, and uh, I'd like to know these people and if they're getting if they're getting what they need. Also, something that I did is on my blog, I wrote alternatives for every ingredient. So like if you're vegan, I wrote ingredients and how much you would add to the recipe for specific kinds of ingredients so that you don't have to have it exactly the same. Um, if like if you guys want, um, I can do like a, a fully vegan chocolate chip cookie or if you just need specific little ingredients changed, eggs, sugar, 
that I changed all of those and added them to the recipe. But yeah, so um, any last words, Sarah, about chocolate chip cookies? Oh, I wish I was eating Are you, them right now. You wish you were eating them right now. <laughs> that is my last word. I guess the other thing is not related to chocolate chip cookies, but I'd love to know, is there a difference for other people, because there's a big difference for me, between normal M&M's and mini M&M's? Which one is better? Because really think mini- on that one, <laughs> because this is a very strong question for Sarah. She won't care what your answer is, but... She'll, she does want to know how many people prefer mini over, over regular. Because mini M&M's are the best. Even mini M&M's in cookies. If someone tries to give me a candy cookie, which Panera will do this, and their candy cookie, technically they say has like M&M's or whatever in it, it's not. Those are not good. You need the mini M&M cookies. And that's a separate cookie than the chocolate chip cookies, but. We can try those later. Side note. Which one is better, the mini or the big, normal chocolate or not chocolate chip? Good guy. Mini M&M. <laughs> mini or regular M&Ms, which one is better? Sarah needs to know this. Well, I already know the answer because it's obviously Well, it's mini, mini but but... <laughs> but how many other people feel this way? <laughs> On that note, goodbye. Okay. And thank you for listening. I hope to have a new episode out soon. Bye.